subscribe, or I'll steal your soul and bathe in your blood. Welcome everyone to another player interview. This one I feel has has been too long, has been too long. So with me today is the one and only Eleni. How are you doing today, dear? I am doing very good today. Yourself, Kikers? Not too bad. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, so as Kikers already introduced me, I'm Eleni or Eleni94 on YouTube, which is probably more what everyone recognizes. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm based in the UK. I would probably say my play style is mostly quite casual or more leaning towards a builder. Love building, but also really like survival. And when I build, I like to build big, <laughs> which can be difficult. Big builds involve a lot of grinding and survival. Mm-hmm. Unlike creative, where you can just let the imagination run wild and free. And she's being relatively modest, people. She's actually thought about occasionally opening up a, a store for her, all of her builds and trying to sell them online. That's not even a joke. So she, she really does like building, but I do know she likes a lot of other play styles. Like she likes redstone-ish and um, killing people on servers. So, you know, all those types of things. Yeah, I'm at a basic level for a lot of the other things. I know I I can do different things when the time arises. When certain little green men think they can snipe you from a rooftop. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) In your uh, Minecraft or YouTubing, is there any sort of player or any sort of YouTuber that you kind of pull inspiration from? That's a hard one to answer because... There's a few YouTubers I watch, uh, some being a few of the hermits, like Exuma, Grian, Mumbo, all big ones that most people listening to this will have heard of. Um, also did really like a lot of Technoblades videos. Uh, that's where I picked up my some of my PvP skills. I still don't think I'm that great at PvP, but there were certain... Uh, tips and tricks I did pick up on that can come in handy on occasion. But yeah, so I probably have to say a couple of the hermits, though I do always try to be careful because I don't want to fall into the trap of trying to be an Exuma or Mumbo Mm 2.0. And it can be really hard to balance because you're like, ah, what they just did looks awesome, but then you really do have to put like your own spin on it, otherwise everyone's just going to see you as a copycat. Fair. So you've been around at least three seasons of Inner Realms. So could you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Inner Realms and how that journey went for you? So I stumbled across the application for Inner Realms on the old Facebook group. I can't remember what it was called, uh, but there used to be another Facebook group before Interrealms separated and we made our own one and I stumbled across the application form and I had played a few times with a former member of Interrealms, uh, True Raldo. Mm. Played with her a few times. Um, she always had good things to say about it. So even though she had left, I thought, why not give it a go? The worst they can do is say, no, not interested. 
So I applied and I got in. Mm-hmm. And not going to lie, I was surprised because I thought my answers were freaking terrible on the form. I hate filling up forms. I'm always like, what What am I supposed to say? And like, because it asks like what your strengths are, what you think you'll bring. And it's like everything I've ever done just flies out my brain. And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I can see why you make fun of me for all of the forms I make you guys fill out behind the scenes. Yeah, it's just because I hate filling out forms. You you and your forms, Keekers, I know that form wasn't even done by you, but still, oh my god, love your forms. <laughs> to be fair, I don't have to fill half of them out, so I make I exaggerate how much they bother me for for the fun of it. <laughs> but yeah, so joined in, joined in just at the end of season one. And it was actually really good. There were some downsides, but that was more just because of the logistics of joining so close to the end of the season. Like, you knew the end was coming and that didn't have an exact date when I joined, but Mm. knew it would be soon. So it kind of does make you feel like a bit like there's no point really working too much on anything when it's probably going to end before I can finish anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was still very good for just briefly like introducing yourself to the players. So the first time I hopped on, Troja was streaming, mm-hmm. and I was just recording. And obviously, I had spoken to Troja a couple of times in private messages on the Discord. But first time actually like properly speaking to them, I think George was there. Uh, there was one or two others there. Uh, obviously, Caspas was there. I got a good welcome, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was it was a really good welcome. I feel bad that I can't remember everyone that was there. <laughs> but I still appreciated everyone being there. It was great. And Cubsy was really nice, actually, because he had built that hotel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was nice enough to offer me one of the rooms in it until I got a little base set up. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, I didn't have to worry about roaming around in the dark and at night. Well, it was still a shopping district, so, you know, there was still dangerous in that place that night. Oh, definitely. There was a few close calls where, thankfully, I didn't blow anything up, but I, I came close once or twice. <laughs> but it was great, and then by the time season two actually started, felt a bit more relaxed and getting into it, so it was mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's how I joined Interrail. Mm. So, yeah, technically, I have been here for three seasons. I have to say, though, I was uh, privileged to do a lovely little video with Troge that's coming out on the live stream weekend. Yeah, I saw Troge mention that in the Discord. Um, I was kind of glad I couldn't join because that would have been fun, but I was busy, unfortunately. But I did get to see your uh, your base, and I'm like, hmm, looks like we're going to get to see <laughs> a, a finished product in, in World 3, so I'm kind of excited to see that. Just, just saying. Well, yeah, because I, I really wanted to build a tower. But I knew I couldn't do anything that big. And then we, with knowing season two was going to be a shorter season, it's like I knew I was going to need more time. So I was just holding off. And I think that was another thing that kind of played into, because I know in season two, a lot of the activity had kind of died down a bit. And a lot of that was attributed to people knowing it was going to be a shorter season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I knew I couldn't, really do what I really wanted to do. So yeah, I'm finally, we've got a long season ahead, not going to be ending anytime soon. And I can, there is no rush, can take it at my own pace, don't need to rush it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've done that before, before I joined Interrealms, I was actually on a bedrock SMP. Mm. And don't get me wrong, the base I built was amazing. 
And in some ways I did have more time because it was during lockdown. Mm -hmm. But while I did technically technically get it finished, I also kind of got burned out near the end because I was just doing nothing but grinding and building. Sure. So yeah, I am. I'm not worried about that happening again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so looking forward to Tower 2.0. <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> as long as there's less mobs on that tower than the other one, I'll be very happy. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. I've got lighting included in like the walls of the build <laughs> on some of the floors. So, um, and like hidden lighting because I in the design for my tower that I'm building just now. Mm-hmm. I purposely made like a gap between the ceiling below and the floor above so you can do lighting in the floor and then obviously it'll all be covered by carpet so nice you'll be proud yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) all right well again you've been on the server for officially three seasons has there been any like favorite moments that you can recall or anything you, you a favorite memory that you've got there's there's a few actually we'll start with uh from first season and it was it was just a little moment but it was really funny and that was when shepherd sean built the toilet Mm, mm -hmm, mm yep and i think he had just finished it or he was still working on a little bit but it was mostly working and since i was on he asked if i wanted to try it (laughs) so i agreed and i was just like so like tried it didn't realize it would pull back, drop me through the floor, and he had made it look at the bottom like you had dropped into mm-hmm. the sewage. That he did. <laughs> but it was it was just brilliant. It was just a really funny little moment that, and I just thought it was class. Mm-hmm. And then on season two, actually, my favorite moment for season two <laughs> was that bathroom. <laughs> That bathroom, yes. I am going to get Jack to send me a copy of the Season 2 World, because I know he has it. (laughs) And I am going to copy that bathroom into my base, because it was fantastic. I still had to laugh, because I think that started as a bedroom, and for some reason, Jack got in his head. He wanted to build you a bathroom, and I'm like, okay, whatever you want to do, man. It was still great. Still loved it. It was totally my vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hands down was great. I did also like a lot of the stuff uh, we we were trying to do with the phantoms. Mm-hmm. It was just a shame between the four of us and obviously our other commitments, we couldn't really do as much as we wanted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, but some of that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then for season three... Oh, there, there's a couple of good moments. There's getting your hundredth kill. <laughs> yep. And that chase and dogfight that was that was brilliant. Um, from Ocean Clan's videos where Project Yeet and just is it Troj that Sweeney's looking over the edge and Troj just comes up behind him, pushes him in, and you can just hear Sweeney's fading scream as he falls quite possibly yes i can neither confirm nor deny that one but i believe there is video evidence over on the one troja's channel and possibly nakunai dragon's channel and notice me channel (laughs) yes there is video evidence of that and it is fantastic i loved it but yeah those are those are some of my favorite moments from the three seasons there there's lots of others as well that have been great but it would take too long to recount every one and we'd go on massive tangents and this interview would be like hours I long. know, right? 
See, I was just thinking about when we were building the dragon and you guys were making fun of the fact that I couldn't open my wings. So, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. There you go. That was fun. <laughs> of all the interrummers that you've interacted with over the, the seasons, is there anyone that you would like, the way I put this as be in their shoes or be them for a day? Is there one of those that you'd really like to, to be? Honestly, no. All right. There are certain traits from different members mm-hmm. I'd like to have, but there's no one specifically like I would want to be mm-hmm. if I had the choice. Mm-hmm. And that's not anything against them. They are all fantastic, but I like being me. <laughs> no, we, we have had some people answer that with like, oh, I not one person, but I want this trait from this person and this trait from this person. So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like 100%, I would love a cross between Jurassic's and Cubsy's building Mm, mm -hmm. because i feel like i'm very good when i'm building big because i can put in a lot of the detail i want but when i'm trying to do smaller builds i really struggle Mm -hmm. and they've they've just got it nailed all the little details on like smaller scale builds Mm -hmm. and jurassic's and his redstone Mm -hmm. like i can do i can do redstone i can get it to work but it's a mess and it does not look pretty and Unless you're me, you will look at it and your head's just going to explode. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out what is doing everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it, really. Yeah, there's some other little traits from other people. But yeah, I just, I I like being me. Fair. I like being the goddess of chaos (laughs) that makes everyone quiver in fear. (laughs) I have audio evidence or script. Or it might be screenshots, I can't remember which, mm-hmm. of Jurassic's admitting the only one he's terrified is of me. <laughs> oh, I, I vaguely remember that. I don't know if it's a screenshot or audio, but yes, I, I think that was said. Yeah, it was when it was when me and Naku thought it'd be funny to uh, ping you about a little while you were working on the flower farm. <sighs> then it was definitely not audio. It was definitely, definitely in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked a little bit about yourself and IR, um, but you know, we get questions from all over the place, and this one actually, uh, notices me, Swoon Pie submitted, and he wants to know, what are some of your hobbies outside of Minecrafting and YouTube? Mostly just reading and writing. I read a lot of fantasy and some sci-fi, though mainly fantasy. Has my heart, hands down. And I also like to try my hand at writing fantasy. Uh, in fact, what some people may not know is the very first piece of Interrealms fanfiction was written by yours truly. Mm-hmm. In which case, does it even count as fanfiction? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, I, and obviously for the Reapers podcast, me and you mm-hmm. have wrote quite a lot of that. And I've I've wrote a few other little stories. I did actually finish a first draft of a story during the first lockdown, mm-hmm. which I've not looked at since. <laughs> I've been distracted by other stories that have came to mind. Uh, the only downside is... While I'm quite a fast-paced reader, a book still takes a decent amount of time to get through. Mm-hmm. The three main things I enjoy doing, reading, writing, and gaming, I, do, I, can't, I don't want to just sit down and do them for half an hour or an hour because I'm just going to be getting into it when I'm stopping and moving on to the next one. I'm not really going to be able to get into a role on any of those things. So it feels like I have to dedic- decide what I'm dedicating to that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, those are my main hobbies. I am very much a homebody. I I like to be in my house, in my zone, and comfy. Awesome. I like to ask this question of everybody because I feel like 
it is something we all have. And what is your personal challenge for season three? Like, what are you working on yourself? Mainly to stream more and get better at streaming. Um, I feel like I have improved a lot. I don't obviously have any of those streams anymore. But from my very first couple of streams to now, I do feel like I have improved quite a bit. But I still have a long way to go. And because I build a lot, I find it very difficult to like keep talking while I'm building. I do tend to go quiet when I'm concentrating. And obviously that doesn't work for stream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And just other little things like keeping active or even just like sometimes I'm just like, what do I talk about? (laughs) Fair. And like sometimes I'll like tell tales of like what's happened that day and I'm just like, and like I know that's what like a lot of streamers do, mm-hmm. but so I'm sitting there thinking like, does anyone actually care? <laughs> Fair. Uh, Fair. But yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, it's not so bad now, but when I started streaming or even when I just started doing YouTube in general, uh, and I'm sure you're the same yourself, Keekers, mm-hmm. um, and I know a lot of people are is there's still a little bit of that element of feeling almost daft because you are essentially talking to yourself. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot better than it used to be. And I don't really get it when recording anymore, but I still get a bit when I'm streaming, just feeling a bit daft and silly. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, mainly just working on that, getting a bit more natural and comfortable with it all. And, yeah, and sorting my streams out properly, which I'll be able to do now that I got that issue sorted. Yay. (laughs) I was so happy. Let's take let's take a journey back in time together. So, just curious. So I'm gonna make this a two part question for you. How long have you been playing Minecraft, and what or who got you into playing Minecraft? I have been playing Minecraft for about ten or eleven years now. Mm-hmm. I the very first version I played was one dot two dot three. So going way back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it would have been not long after Minecraft officially released. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been playing it for a long time. Of a, of a, not constantly during that time. There were a few periods where I stopped playing it for a little while and then went back in. But it's definitely been close to my heart for a very long time. And as for who got me into it, it was uh, a friend of the person I was seeing at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were hanging out with him and he asked if we wanted to check out this new game he was playing. Uh, More so to the person I was with at the time because they were very big on gaming. Mm. Yeah, so then it looked pretty good. We both ended up downloading it. He didn't stick with it, but well, I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So obviously you're playing Minecraft and other games. Uh, what got you into making YouTube videos? Honestly, it was lockdown. Mm, okay. I couldn't go outside. My job was one of the jobs that got shut down completely mm. and couldn't really go out and do stuff. So I was spending most of my time in the house playing games all day. And I felt at least if I was making YouTube videos, it felt like I was doing something productive. <laughs> yep. Because yep. I did start to feel it was just like the first week or two of lockdown wasn't too bad because yes it was being annoying being like stuck in the house but the first week or two was just like oh it's like a free holiday but then you start climbing the walls because mm-hmm. i might be a homebody but being told i'm not allowed to go outside just obviously makes you want to go outside uh, and yeah i wanted to at least feel like i was doing something a bit more 
productive so yeah started doing youtube that doing youtube and joining that bedrock smp was when i first played minecraft multiplayer oh wow okay actually no that's a slight lie Pro- proper like multiplayer with like strangers online yes i had got bedrock a little bit before that mm-hmm. because my sister had been introduced to minecraft by my niece and nephew <clears throat> but she had got it on bedrock mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i got bedrock played with her a little bit and then we ended up joining that bedrock smp nice so these are kind of questions for anyone who's aspiring to do youtube videos so i always ask if you could go back and do something differently what what would you do differently on youtube a few things i would tell myself to not try and jump to the standards of people that have been doing it for 10 years because okay. yep. there's several Minecraft YouTubers that have been doing it for a long time. And obviously they are big. They've got it down. A lot of them have people who edit for them. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's good to have goals and something to aspire to. But when you're just starting, you're you're not going to be that good. You're not <laughs> going to have someone to edit for you unless you know someone personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just, you're just not going to have the skills. Mm-hmm. So obviously try, do your best, but don't pressure yourself by trying to be as good as they are because you're not. It's going to take practice of just, this, the same with anything, practice, keep doing it, you'll get better with it mm. over time. I think that's it really. I think that would be the main thing is just not to put too much pressure on yourself. All right. So we got questions that other people have submitted to us. And some of these have uh, people left their usernames, some of these didn't, and I don't believe the questions for you did. No, they did not. But the one question that I, that everyone gets asked, this again is by the fans, so if you ever want to submit a question to this lovely little podcast, go to www.innerrealmssmp.com, upper right-hand corner, click on connect and click on feedback and you can send us any questions you like and this question is why do you think your clan is going to be the superior clan in the end oh that's easy i mean already look at us (laughs) i i I hate to say it but look at us we've already got the other clans running in fear we've already cupsy is the king of the server Mm -hmm. and i'm the one who won that position for him yep the only one who is remotely a threat is possibly Naku. Mm-hmm. And she's my darling wife. I love her. But I just have to reiterate, she lost to me. Jurassic's, when it comes to PvPing, is not to be sniffed at either. He he can give you a run for your money. And in general, most people on the server aren't... They don't do much PvP. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt they could be good at they if they tried, but... It's just not really a big part of the way a lot of people on the server like to play, mm-hmm. which is fair. It's it's not for everyone, though. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have I have no doubt that Cliff Clan will reign supreme. Cliff Clan, best clan. <laughs> there it is, folks. Cliff Clan, best clan. It is actually a repeated anthem. We should probably make a video or something for that. No joke. And this one again, another question from our viewer or from our listeners, and. It's to all the women of the server, so this of, of you and Naku. We already got Naku's answer, so now we got to ask you. Why are all of you just such beasts? 
beating up on beating these men around like they're just ragdolls. Power to the women. Seriously, is there women you two seem to be the best PvPers? It's not, honestly, it's not so much that we are actually good at PvP because when we have played Bed Wars or Skyblock or PvP games on servers, we usually get our kicked because there are other people online that are far better than us. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to potentially insult other people. It's just that we are better than a lot of the people on the server. Not mm-hmm. just necessarily in ability, because when it comes to PvP, it doesn't always come down to technical ability, especially because Minecraft's combat system is very basic. Mm-hmm. If you've got two people with the exact same equipment and same things at their advantage, it really is just going to be who's lucky enough to get that extra hit. Mm-hmm. If they're both playing like the same way, there's no real skill involved per se. Um, it's more just... Some of it is just luck. Some of it is also the fact that, like I was saying about the previous question, PvP isn't a style for a lot of people on the server. Mm-hmm. And obviously, in a lot of cases, their initial reaction, if you attack them, is to try and get away. And the last thing in any game, doesn't matter what game, real life, don't turn your back to your opponent. Because they can just keep hitting you in the back, bringing you down. Mm-hmm. And... Another little trick, doesn't always pay off, but turning around and running is the worst sign to give your opponent that you're getting low on health. Mm, Fair. If you stay and fight, it can possibly make your opponent think you're better off than you are. Doesn't always work, because if they're playing the same strat, then (laughs) doesn't really work very well. If you just keep charging at someone... They're probably going to get a bit intimidated and try and leave. (laughs) It can be as much psychological warfare. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the advantage of knowing the people on the server and knowing a bit about their general play style and how they like to fight, which you can obviously use to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Like with, for example, Jurassic's, he is stupidly good with a bow. In a bow fight, nine times out of ten, he will beat me. Hands down, if he's really trying. And pretty much guaranteed if it's a dogfight in the air. I am crap with a bow in the air. Whereas he'll get you every time. In a sword fight, however, tables turn. So yeah, no. Just, just know your opponent. Alright guys, well that is our interview with Miss Eleni94. Thank you again, Eleni, for giving us your time today. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. And again, guys, if you have any questions for these lovely Inderelmers, go ahead and go up to that connect button up at the upper hand corner click on feedback to send us a little feedback form i know eleni hates them but you know that's how we can get the best way to get our information from you to us also don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and if you can leave a rating and review doesn't matter what the rating is of course i'm going to ask for the highest rating that five star but you know if you give us a rating hopefully then we'll get on those algorithms and it just helps out everyone everywhere so if you like a podcast make sure you rate it Anyway, Lainey, uh, thank you again, and have a great rest of your day, everybody. Sweet dreams.